Well, hello again. It's been a while. Uh, the VoiceOver Gurus podcast has been on a little bit of a hiatus, uh, but we are back. So welcome back. This is the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. I'm your host, Linda Bruno. And with me today, I'm so pleased because we haven't really spoken in a while, is Barb Lyon. Howdy. <laughs> How are you? I have been doing uh, very well, actually. It's been a busy summer, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, the summer was kind of crazy, right? Yeah, there's a little dip there in I think June, but then it just took off. So very yeah, happy. Was your August good? Yeah, my August was really like surprisingly good, and September's starting out really awesome. So. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It's like August, I mean, traditionally for me has been a quieter month. And mm. this month, well, especially with the coaching, it's been, uh, it really increased a lot. So that was good. But by the same token, we weren't able to record any podcasts. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a good thing, I guess, if we can't record podcasts because we're working and we're yes. doing what we're supposed to be doing uh, as voice actors. You're getting um, material together to talk about. Exactly. And experiences. Yes. So you've, you've been having some interesting experiences because you started to go down the road of looking for a coach. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that I had like a, a real end in mind. I was just like, well, everybody says you should get coaching. I should get some coaching. <laughs> <laughs> very, very thoughtful and, and well planned out on my part. <laughs> now, let me ask you. So you, you thought that because are you feeling like your performance needs critique or... I'm feeling like I want to lock down more jobs. Okay. I, I am on the P2P site and I get a lot of likes and I mm -hmm. don't close as many of them as I think I should be closing. Okay. So you're trying to take your performance skills to the next yeah. level. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. You know, it's always great to reach out and get another set of ears on you. Yeah, it is. And get some good suggestions and um, things to just to think about as you're performing mm -hmm. so that you can not stay in your little box. Yeah, I think that's great. That's great. So how did you go about looking for a coach? Ah, Google. Ah. Very scientific again. <laughs> um, so I just started Googling voice coaching. And mm -hmm. I made a spreadsheet because that's who I am. Oh. And I put down, you know, the name and the cost and what they offered and this, that, and the other thing. And then it got really overwhelming. Wow. Because there's so, so, I should turn my phone off. There are so, <laughs> so many out there are that they really? it's just, it, it's, you know, and people saying, well, I only work with beginners. Okay, well, not a beginner. We're going to, you know, stop that. Um, or people only offering really, really expensive packages. I'm like, oh, no. Or people who say, and at the end, you're going to have a demo. And then people who say, oh, no, you should never work with those guys. Right. Um, so it's. <laughs> I'm in that camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty daunting. It's it's like I, I don't know um, where to go. And I had been watching a lot of coaching on GVAA, Global mm. Voice Acting Academy. Yes. Um, and just watching the different coaches working with the talent and kind of seeing how they interact and, and who's good at what kinds of copy and everything. And so I settled on David Rosenthal. Cool. Where is he out of? He is out of California. California. Nice. Of course, when I went to sign up for it, he's like, great, I'm going to be in Copenhagen for a month. <laughs> <laughs> <Well>. like, no. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but that was fine. That was fine. I, I had no need to like rush things. And he's like, well, we can do like a 9 a.m. And I'm like, uh, I'm kind of tied up at 9 a.m. Let's. Uh... Yeah. So we just put it off for a month um, and then started it at the end of July. So let me ask you, what is it about him that made you say, I want to work with him? Um, very positive. Oh, nice. I didn't want someone who was going to try to tear me down and then rebuild me. Mm. That's I, interesting. I've heard horror stories about that. And I know that, um, you know, voice work being very subjective and also being very creative is sort of a, a fragile place for most people. Um, right. It can be a little bit damaging to the ego, and then you can spiral for a month. So <laughs> um, I decided that, you know, positive was definitely the way to go for me. And um, I watched a few of the different coaches. Um, I think that Carol Monda would be awesome if I were doing an audiobook. Mm, but mm-hmm. I'm not really working on audiobooks right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to focus on commercial um, Stephen Reesberg is cool. Um, he uses a lot of big words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and just, I, I didn't feel quite the, uh, I'll say attachment. Um, although all of it's over a computer screen, right? Um, as I did with David, with David, it just kind of felt like, oh, it's kind of clicking. So yeah. I, um, I went ahead and signed up with him. That's awesome. Yeah, I've I've noticed now now that I've been coaching, it's it really is about a chemistry thing too. Mm-hmm. You know, because if they're feeling good and you're feeling good, you know, it then I it, performance wise and the coaching process itself just winds up being you know ten times more productive. Yeah. Um, when everybody's feeling good, you know, and and liking the the process of it. Um, but I've had people that start with me and I'm, I'm all, I'm in that positivity camp myself. You know, I, to me, it's like, you've got to, you're not going to squash a performance (laughs) out of somebody. It's, I was just talking about this today. It's so funny with, um, a student's mother. She was here earlier. Um, because, you know, I have these improv classes here at the Mm -hmm. studio and it's very anti what the type of improv classes I used to take in New York city. Because I remember being so nervous going to take the class and I'd be like, oh, God, it's Tuesday. I have to go take this improv class <laughs> because it was like like hardcore people were like you were they were criticizing you. You felt stressed mm. that you were going to get up there and you had to either be funny or be really mm-hmm. fast. And and it really worked against, in my opinion, you know, the process mm-hmm. of flourishing now. I'm not looking to become a professional improv actor. You know, if that's yeah. the thing for you, then okay. And you want to go and get beat up, then fine. But I was like, when I'm going to do it here on Long Island, it's going to be a, like a positive place where everybody mm-hmm. feels welcome. Um, because to me, if you're given that freedom, then who the heck knows what's going to come out of your mouth? You know, yeah. you if you know, and I always start, I start every class with saying, Okay, here's the deal. This is a judgment-free zone. Mm-hmm. Nothing you do is wrong. If if anyone in this room criticizes someone else, you're out. And sometimes yeah. people look at me, but then you see like a sigh of relief from a lot of people too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want it should be a fun process so that way you can grow your talent. 
Yeah. But I was explaining that to her today because I really loathed going in for that class. And it shouldn't be like that. So the same no. thing with working with a coach. You shouldn't be like, oh, God, I have to go see this coach and I hate you know, the way they talk to me or whatever. Yeah, It has to be a, um, an environment for a fer- fertile ground, as they say, <laughs> for growth, for your talent. But Yes, yeah. I can beat myself up just fine. I don't need you to do it for me and I don't need to pay you to do it either. So, Right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Like, I could use myself just fine. So now let me ask you what, just out of curiosity, and don't tell me any of the places' names, but what was the gamut? What was the, like, the price range? What was the highest price you saw? I think the highest price I saw was, like, $2,800. And what did that include? Oh, boy. Um, Like, how much coaching did you get for that? I think, gosh, I think it was maybe six. Six hours? Yeah, six hours, and then, of course, the demo recording and the demo production, and, of course, your completed demo given to you after you've done all this work. Nice of them to zip it up for you and put it in an MP3. Um. Yeah. But you know what? 2800 is not that crazy. It's not? Uh, Yeah, no. I mean, there are some companies out there that will remain nameless that are charging like (gasps) $6,000. Yeah. Oh and God. They're charging. Maybe I didn't write them down because I saw six thousand and blacked <laughs> out and just changed pages. <laughs> yeah, there are some companies that that and they but they're very much doing the cookie cutter route of mm-hmm. this is what you're going to learn week one and they you know really cater to people that are just like oh voiceovers what's this I want to do this for a living yeah. and they don't really understand what's happening. But, I want to um, change my life. I'm going to do voiceover. Right, exactly. Yeah, they will change your life, all right. Yeah, they're not getting full transparency from yeah. some of these companies, but um, yeah, that's you know. So twenty eight hundred, okay, I can see that's not too bad. That's not too too bad. I do know that some of them would say, um, you know, we'll assign you to one of our voice coaches, and I'm like, wait a minute, which one? <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. I don't want to get stuck with some schmo who doesn't know any more than I do because I already know what I know. Right. Or somebody who's going to beat me up, or somebody who's super negative. You're I, assigned. <laughs> yeah, like I, I want to know who I'm working with. So that was a little off-putting. Yeah, I can um, imagine. I wouldn't like that either. But yeah, to be honest, I just kind of got overwhelmed with my search, and I was like, "Yeah, this GVAA looks pretty good." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, GVAA has a very good reputation, you know, so they're like well known in the industry mm-hmm. and. Um, they've they've got a wonderful rate card that you know helps us all kind of try to stay in line with yeah. rates that are respectful for the voiceover industry. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, I have a lot of respect for them. So I can understand you. Yeah, I think I think that would be a, a good. It seemed like a safe avenue. way to dip my toe. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's dip dip dipping away. <laughs> So now, do you feel like you've grown? Have you discovered things about yourself? Um, you know, a little bit. It was only three sessions. So okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, no major discoveries to happen. <laughs> but um, I do think I feel I feel a little bit freer and a little bit looser to play mm. with the copy. I've I've ad libbed on a few auditions. Doesn't mean I've gotten them, but I've you know thrown thrown in a little ad libbing if mm-hmm. I can pull it off. Nice. Um, you know, it, 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 I won't say it was at all negative. I do feel like I got something out of it. Okay. Um, you know, I think I'd have to do more. 
Mm. I, I do think I'd have to do more to really say it. Oh, it took me to the next level. Right. Right. Well, I mean, and you're and you're still in the process, too. Yes. So, I'm still working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's stuff. And I mean, honestly, you know, coaching and I'm not saying this because I, I do coaching, but coaching is an ongoing thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's one thing that. Yeah, even I got coached a couple years ago on a new type of delivery. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, about a certain type of delivery I wanted to learn about. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to take a class because how else are you going to learn? Yeah. Uh, especially changing trends or maybe there's a genre of voiceover that you've always wanted to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the best way to do it? Get an yeah. education. Get like an I education. said, if I was going to go do audiobooks, I'd totally. Carol Monda. Yeah. Because yeah. I think she gets it and she communicates what she's um, thinking about your script well. And um, she just, she has a real realistic approach to it, mm-hmm. which I like. But she also, of course, knows all the background. Like, you can't do this because then you got to edit this out later. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, though. But that she specializes. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's how you also find out if it's something you really want to do. Yeah. And <laughs> audio books, uh, I gotta tell uh, you. <laughs> I took an audiobook course too, did a couple audiobooks, and I was like, nah, nah, yeah, not for me. <laughs> it's a lot of work, a lot, a lot of work. Like people think that some other, like either documentary or um, e learning can be really taxing and a lot of work. No, audiobooks. You ain't seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and unless you're doing it for like, Macmillan or Pendant Publishing or mm-hmm. Penguin or something. But even You're those probably houses. Probably not making enough. <laughs> yeah, even those houses are not, you know, paying what they used to. And it's not, no. you know, I know, I think Penguin was in Penn Station in that building and they used to have mm-hmm. a roster of talent that mm-hmm. they would basically bring in to read books. It was Union, you know, mm-hmm. and ain't like that anymore. So <laughs> it's like now, but on the other side of audiobooks, is that if you do work with a royalty situation, mm-hmm. you could be getting money coming to you for years, you yeah. know, and that's pretty sweet. You know, yeah. I, I, I still get little checks here and there <laughs> for my little oh. stuff that I did. But I mean, it's, you know, it, hey, it's worth a couple cups of coffee, <laughs> yeah. you know, but um, <laughs> yeah, the same for your parking space. But uh... but it paid for my parking space. You know, it's, <laughs> I didn't have it before and now I have it. So but some people just like fall in love with audiobooks, And God bless. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, then go for it. You know, and if yeah. you're cool with long form and the other aspect of the audiobook process too is you develop a relationship with the author which is really cool yeah and you kind of are on the journey with them when they're promoting with social media you know Mm -hmm. and it becomes you know like your baby as well um and then to also see the excitement of these authors when they hear you because you kind of go like chapter by chapter mm-hmm. and then you hear them get all excited because they're hearing you narrate their book <laughs> those are like the pros those are like the best parts yeah. of it yeah know? and there's um oh gosh i wish i could remember the name of the audiobook but it's it's an it's an older book that i listened to um all about how to survive on minimum wage in america oh and um it, it was really brilliantly narrated. And then I was checking out the jacket and the woman who narrated it went on to perform in the play of it. Oh, wow. Off Broadway. That's yeah. cool. 
So, um, you know, that, that was pretty neat. It's like, wow, you really just took this thing and ran. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she found something that she loved, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. She well, must have I'm... resonated so much with that that yeah, they just kept her on. But, you know, it's great. You figure out, like, okay, this is a genre that I think I might like. Um, all right, let me find a good coach to coach me to do this. Yeah. And really try it. And then you, you know, dip your toes in the water with that genre and see if it's for you. Mm-hmm. You know, so coaching is beneficial in a lot of ways. Yeah. Didn't um, you take a class um, a few years ago on the millennial read? I did. I did. That was the one I did with um, uh, the VO duo that's uh, Eileen Shellhorn and, um, oh, God, I can't remember her name, but she's a big-time casting director. The two of them. We're, we're coaching that. And I think it was, God, it was like four or five years ago now. Yeah. And I went into the city and I hung out. Eileen at the time was, she was my agent. So um, I was like, okay, if I'm going to learn from anybody, it's going to be from like a top <laughs> LA, New York City casting director and yeah. my agent because they know yeah. what's happening. Um, and it was good. It was, they beat me up big time. And I yeah. really, after someone who's been in this business for so long, um, you know, I had to find other reads that could make me money yeah. since the trends had changed. So it's yeah. like you, you, if you don't grow and you don't change, you become a dinosaur and you, you know, you stop working. But, um, yeah, it was tough, too. <laughs> My God, it was really tough to learn the millennial read. Um, Wasn't it I st- called Effortless Arrogance or something yes, just yes. fabulous like that? That's oh, my it. God, I love it. <laughs> just think Effortless Arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> no, that pretty I'm, much says it all, no, doesn't it? No, 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 you know, it wasn't effortless. It was arrogant ambivalence. That's oh, it. Oh, <laughs> arrogant ambivalence. <sighs> you know, they both sounded so good. I know, I know. Well, one of my students was telling me yesterday, I have a 14-year-old student just started, and she was telling me that now... Um, the commercials, some of the commercials that are running on the internet, they're basically just the companies are just hiring YouTubers to do it. Yeah. And so that's how like toned down and authentic everything has become (laughs) where it's just like, I tried that product. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was great. I like it. And I recommended it to my friends and, you know, and then we vaped and then we (laughs) met up at the hookah lounge, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but you're thinking, wow, if it's gone to that, you know, extreme. Yeah. So I have to sound like I know absolutely nothing about recording or right. how to use my voice or right. any of that. Or a microphone <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> and I have to sound like I don't really care about what I'm talking about, but I actually do care about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a catch 22. My, um, my issue with it sometimes I will sound so careless that I sound like I don't care at all (laughs) 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 which kind of defeats the purpose of the commercial it's like okay Linda now you just you sound pissed off and (laughs) just (laughs) sorry we inconvenienced you right it's like I have to ride that fine line which I personally have a tough time with because I'm either all the way up here really happy or yeah uh, yeah, whatever you want to (laughs) do yeah (laughs) <laughs> but we all have our challenges, right? And we're always we learning. Always we growing. are hopefully always growing and learning. <laughs> My coaching will have to continue, but so it's okay. I'm going to get there. Your strong forte, you would say, what is your most common read that you get the most request for? Mm, well, I think that it could be 
Mommy. That's your bread and butter, Reed? I think mommy. Yeah. I mean, I, I dance around a lot, so I don't know that I have a, a core. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, when your little one comes down with a fever, oh, my goodness, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of warmth in your delivery. Yeah, and I, I can't seem to, like, I if I go high, I go fast. So, <laughs> it, um, it, it's if I, you know, I, I stay low and I'm kind of warm and kind of nurturing and... It has, thanks to you, actually led to a little bit of elegance and um, a more luring kind of sound and locked down some work that way. Thank you. But yeah, I, I tend to stay in my lower range. We locked into your sex kitten. Yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever works, right? Yeah, you know, I, I wish I wish I could pull off that sort of middle of the road, you know, everything's cool but I just can't seem to do it I I end up an announcer girl like in a heartbeat and I'm like no I don't want to be an announcer girl it is it's a tough one to to find the sweet spot for but um this will make you laugh the other day um you know know that I'm the voice of the comedy network for universal universal comedy network so I I never know what they're going to give me from day to day Mm. and the other day (laughs) it was a bit they wrote called hooker lawyer so he, he's like, you need to be seduct- seductive but authoritative. <laughs> so you're a dominatrix. Yeah, it was crazy. But I'm like, hey, all in a day's work, I'm a hooker lawyer. But now, I, you know, I think I'd like to see that show. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> hooker lawyer. It does kind of like make you think a little bit, doesn't it? And, you know, since I've been doing this, because David's really big on starting out with... Um, acting like acting acting like cartoon character voices and stuff yeah yeah um it has made me kind of relook at the cartoons i'm watching in a whole new light oh really (laughs) yeah so he goes from a character approach you were saying Mm -hmm. and that you're are you finding that to be beneficial to finding a point of reference for your spots or anything you're doing anything you're working on um i think it's helped me be freer um, he was starting out with like real characters, just like, you know, nothing that anyone like, I don't know who whose brain pulled this thing out. I, I can't even imagine. Um, like, <laughs> is this a real cartoon? Are they actually making this thing? Um, Crazy stuff. Yeah. So I think it just kind of like playing around with that copy and working my way through like weird words that are part of this world that get caught up in your mouth and stuff. Um, just kind of trying to find my way playing around all that. Um, just kind of made me a little bit freer. Oh, that's good. So you got some benefit out of that. I, I yeah. like to work with um, personas. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. So it's like I try to read something in a certain persona um, to see if I can get a feel or, or to get the right delivery to, to oh, okay. connect with the copy. But um, like, oh, I just pulled up Hooker Lawyer for you. Um, <laughs> it starts off the announcers. She's a high-powered attorney. She's also a prostitute. <laughs> she is torn. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he's like, be sexy but authoritative. So it's, hey, baby, want a court date? It's $350 an hour for both practices. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> 
It's another line. Enough banging the gavel, Judge. Now it's my turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, So much fun. It's crazy. It's crazy. The next line Time to whip out your subpoenas. because you get to be so juvenile. I do. I love these guys, too. I swear, if I didn't have them as part of my day. Yeah. It's like, can you just send me stuff more often? Because I need to laugh every day. Oh, I know. The stuff they send me is great. But they're, you know, that's what you get with incredibly talented comedy writers. Yeah. We just get to act it out. But yeah, back to, okay, so like a persona could be a hooker. Or a persona yeah. could be a lawyer to me, or you know? Lawyer. Yes. So if someone said, okay, I want you to read this. This is authoritative. Then I'm like, all right, I'm going to be a doctor. Sometimes I go into doctor mode or lawyer mode. And if they say, yeah, but you're authoritative but caring, then I go into nurse mode. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to take it down one degree. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Instead of having my MD, I'm going to get my PA. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what helps me anyway, find mm-hmm. uh, the tone or the attitude to approach a script mm-hmm. with. You have tricks Sometimes, like that too? Yeah. I'll like, I'll talk my way into something. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of like, um, hey, do you remember the... Um, do you remember the Casio keyboard? Wasn't that thing crazy? Remember the family computer, that big beige box in the den? <laughs> <clears throat> so I'll, I'll like say some other lines ahead of the lines I'm reading to kind of like, oh, okay, setting the tone. Yes, yes. You're, <clears throat> improv- you're improvising into the scene. Yes, in a, I am. In a way. And I know mm-hmm. you use improv. I do. I actually, And I do it a lot with um, the script work because, boy, mm-hmm. does it help. Yeah, I did a workout with you where you did fortunately, unfortunately. Yes. And one of us had to play fortunately and the other had to play unfortunately. And you set up a scene for us and it was hysterical. It was awesome. We didn't do with you um, because you haven't come to the last couple workouts. But yeah, um, we did uh, an improv one where it's the questions. So, Mm. you know. I do the normal improv here, which is physical, so now you have to adjust it for audio purposes only. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the question one is every single, you have a scene, and the only thing you can do is ask questions. So it's just everything's a question. (laughs) So, I mean, so let's say, okay, Barb and Linda are talking, and we're at a, we're at a, uh, you know, at a club. We're at a gym. We're at a gym. Okay. And, And I would say to you, you know, do you want to continue working out? I don't know. Do you think we should? Right. (laughs) Do you think the gym's going to close soon? I don't know. Uh, Uh. Okay, so I got lost. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But it's a great, you know, audio-driven improv uh, exercise. Yeah, it gets Um, used to thinking on your feet. Yeah, yeah. But improvising into stuff, and I know that's becoming more of a common thing for people to know about. Mm-hmm. But um, I just had one of my students, you know, Ron, Ron. Yeah, he, I know Ron. You know, Ron. We were just working. Everybody on, knows Ron. <laughs> we were just working on Zoom. <laughs> and I had him write on his script before every single line something that he could say before it to okay. create that conversational, to help with that conversational tone. 
Um, and then remove all of it, go through the script again, um, which is why I was telling you, for me, I, I will work with the script for 30 minutes because <laughs> there's so mm -hmm. many different things that can be done with it. Yeah, you really take your time. It's 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 intense. And then I said to him, I go, and now we can go to the next level where now we can attach emotion to each line. Mm -hmm. So I his homework assignment is to write, you know, emotions that fit for what the line is saying. OK. And then you go line for line expressing that emotion for that line. Ooh. So he was like, oh, OK. I said, yeah, I, I go, this, there's, there's, there really is a lot of depth <laughs> to what we do as voice actors. <laughs> it ain't just reading a script, you know, so no. to really bring, bring the life to it and make it real so that someone who's listening to you doesn't think, oh, they're reading. You know, you yeah. really have to go deep with it. You have to go deep. But then, you know, initially what may feel like a ton of work you're doing now becomes second nature. Yeah. And so you get a script and you're like, oh, OK, yeah, I know what I'm going to do with this. And then you're no, no longer sitting there having to go through a script yeah. for 30 minutes, you know. And now you can do the 30-second spot in five minutes instead of an hour and a half. Exactly. <laughs> and that only comes with practice. Yes. Lots and that's lots of practice. That's why we work out and that's why we do our coaching. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, for me, <laughs> auditioning. Every audition, I'll take my time. I'll think about it. I'll do it a few different ways. See what presents well. <laughs> See, and here's here's the difference because you've been um, doing this solely, you know, sustaining yourself with strictly pretty much voiceover career for how many years now? Um, well, strictly voiceover since 2016. Okay, so you're three years in. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've been here since '97 doing this yeah <laughs> i could not get my i could That's not get differences <laughs> no i could not get my ass out of the casting director's office on wednesday fast enough <laughs> so i'm like i just gotta catch a train so yeah did you like it now you don't like it okay and they don't even tell you if they like it yeah. or not. so you go in you do the read and you look at them and they go thanks for coming in and then you leave right oh so see that's the only advantage to the p2p because you know if you do it and you don't hear anything back. Hey, at least I didn't have to leave my house. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I know. It's like, eh, you know, so I missed on this one. Whatever. I, no gas. No right. miles. No, no train nothing. ticket. Yeah. No four hours. I'm wearing jeans and a T-shirt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for me, it's four hours door to door if I have to go into the city oh, for an audition. My God. Yeah, so... That's it, bad. I thought oh, three yeah. was bad. No, it's four, because by the time I, I have to get to the train station, park mm -hmm. the car, take the train in, I mean, my studio here in Plainview is probably 50 minutes, 50 to an hour away from New York City. Get okay. up, then either take a subway or walk to the studio. I usually walk. Um, wait for my call time. Pray that they're on time. I usually show up early. Um, mm -hmm. And then walk back to Penn Station, wait for the train, take an hour <laughs> out to get in my car and drive either back to my studio or, or home. And every time I go, I swear to you, it's two, it's it's clocked at four hours <laughs> round trip. Oh, my God. So, OK, that those jobs better be plenty worth it. Yeah. You know, you're always like. You know, I, I want to go in because you never know when that one job may hit that you're going to book that's going to yeah. be worth it, you know, yeah. because the agents send you on higher, you know, higher quality things. Mm -hmm. um, but 
it's just you have that commitment of, you know, and for someone who is basically riding both sides of the rail here, <laughs> you know, <laughs> working from a home studio um, and also having to travel too. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 tough because I still have to do my regular work here or if I have a student or I have to cancel someone or whatever. But, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. I kind of wish some of the casting directors, though, are, thank God, are getting on board with the MP3 submission. Oh, um, thank God. Yeah. So some have been very cool about it. If I say I can't make it, they go, oh, no, she can go ahead and send an MP3, um, which is nice. And I would love for more to do it. But some, they want to see your face. They yeah. want to see your face and they want, like, you know, I have a webcam. You can see my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's still there's still that part of New York that is so old school with that. Yeah. You know? so I have I, a feeling Chicago is probably like that, too, because it's yeah. pretty unioned up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's uh, I wouldn't mind if I got an agent outside my area so they wouldn't expect me to commute. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I know. That's why the agents that are in other markets are are wonderful. <laughs> it's like, no, I can't make it to Atlanta. Um, when I how went, about in, if I just shoot you an MP3. When I went to uh, the city for this audition, I had to go to a very large, large. Um, it's like an audition house, and Ripley Greer Studios. And okay. it's very famous. It's been there a long ass time. I wound up on the wrong floor. Um, <gasps> I wound up on the 16th floor because I didn't realize they had two floors that they took up. Oh. And it was like walking into, um, remember the movie Fame? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's where all like the Broadway auditions happen. It's where oh. like the Carnival <laughs> Cruise lines. So you're walking down these halls and people are warming up. They're stretching. Yeah. They're they're doing their lines. They're, you know, and you're hearing the singing. You're hearing all of this. And it's great. I'm like, I am like, this is fame. <laughs> this is like, but yeah, that was a school. But this is everybody is competing and about to audition. Um, it was really cool to see. You know, from yeah. my perspective. And then I walk up to the guy and I go, hey, I'm here for audition for such and such. Oh, you're on the 10th floor. <laughs> so, so go, you don't belong here. Right. <laughs> so I go, voiceover land is very quiet. You know, the studios are quiet. <laughs> and you just sit there. I'm like, oh, I'm not hearing, you know, great singing or people dancing like they're going to be yeah, on a well, Broadway show. You know, they want to sound booths. We want to keep it quiet. I know. I know. It's Hush just tones, everybody. <laughs> It was a cool experience. So, you know, but that's the only, I would say, that's one of the remaining positives of having to go back into the city for auditions. Yeah. But, but yes, it is so much easier. Folks, if you've never had to live in a major market to do voiceover, <laughs> count your lucky stars. Because now yeah. you can just audition for 50 things a day if you want to. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. How, um, many, yeah. how many auditions do you shoot for? Like a month, a week, <clears throat> a day? Okay, well, you have a goal. Last year, I was super, super ambitious, <laughs> and I uh, no seriously that you're going to crap your pants. Um, I was trying to do eighteen a day. Ooh, ooh, child, that's a, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I've gotten tired. <laughs> I can imagine. So <laughs> now I just go for ten a day. So I try okay. to do seventy a week. Wow, that's good. That's nice. And I figure, okay, that means I'm spending a reasonable amount of time on the auditions, but I'm not, like, killing myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're auditioning on Saturday and Sunday as well? Yeah. 
Oh, wow. You were a little work girl. Well, you know, I am, but when you got the booth right here, it's like, you know, you finish breakfast and then you look over at the studio and you're like, yeah, I should go audition. <laughs> so you're not turning it off, basically. <clears throat> um, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a challenge. It's, that's a challenge. It does. I, every once in a while, I get a little burned out. Like, I have to be honest, today I did not audition. My mm. husband worked last night and got home at like, 3.30 or 4 in the morning and woke me up and uh. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so today I didn't. I'll have to make up for it and do 15 tomorrow and Sunday. <laughs> you better, because if not, you'll be a failure to me in my eyes. Yes, I'll get coal in my stocking. <laughs> good for you. Well, that's, you know what? And if it's working out and giving you a good, you know, ROI, why not? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm having a good a good year. Um, I have to be honest; a lot of that is repeat business. Okay, I have a nothing. ton of repeat. That's okay, but that's that's how you build your business. Yeah, you I mean, in, you know, like I got uh, off Linda's coaching, I got um, a spot or a series of spots for I'll say it Anderson Windows. Yay! Um, <clears throat> yeah. And then the next month, they wanted me to do it again. And the mm. next month, they wanted me to do it again. And Love the next that. month, I was like, oh, please book me. But they didn't. So I guess that <laughs> promotion ran its course. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> but I have, great, I have a lot of e-learning that I do just like when they get a new account, they'll send me lesson after lesson after lesson. That's great. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I don't have to land that much new work. To make my number. See, and that's the goal. You know, it's like initially you start off because you're building you're building that framework, you know, that foundation mm -hmm. because our business, we lose clients all the time. So yeah. you have to have some recurring. Um, it's like you've got all these you're juggling all these balls in the air. And when mm -hmm. one starts to falter over here, you know, that you can, <laughs> you know, work on, you know, another type of genre or clients but that's that's how yeah. you do it and that's how you make your living yeah that's how i and pay so my mortgage mm -hmm. so far it's paying off i'm you know we're, yeah we're paying all the bills and <laughs> yeah. i'm floating the house so we're doing pretty good yeah well it's the recurrings are great so you shouldn't feel like that's a bad thing yeah you know like I, I can count on x many dollars from this guy and x many dollars from that guy and exactly Exactly. I've got, I, I still have a client that I had in 1995. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, you never know. <laughs> Do you have to sound like you sounded in 1995? <laughs> they rolled with the punches with my deepening Thank God. voice. Yeah. <clears throat> Yes, yeah. I have some that I've been doing since 1997, and I'm like, oh, dear God, you don't want me to sound like that, do you? <laughs> I know. I listen to some of my old takes. I'm like, oh, I oh. sound so youthful and young and fresh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm craggy and <laughs> not true. Not true. Not true. In my case, I sound very Wisconsin. Oh, do you? Aww. Oh, in my old stuff. Oh, man. You know, I, I just sound very Wisconsin. Oh, nice. Very, um... So it's kind of down, you uh -huh. know, it's kind of down. <laughs> it's, it's funny. This morning, my uh, my boyfriend <clears throat> took the day off. He was watching Fire Goal. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, I love that accent, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, don't you know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Crowder needs a jump. 
<laughs> right. Probably needs a jump. I love My it. My sister went into, <laughs> she was in D.C. at the time when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. And she walked into the theater and she walked out and couldn't drop the accent. Really? Yeah. Come on. Come on. No, seriously. That's what she says. She says she, she just like adopted it instantly and couldn't drop it. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> well. Which, of course, was to the delight of her, you know, fellow college students she was hanging out with. They're like, no, say this. <laughs> it's easy entertainment. Yes, it is. Well, thank you for recounting your coaching uh, adventures. It's always great to hear that side like of it. A, like I will say, I am overall very positive because mm-hmm. he's a positive coach. Um, but I think I would need more of it, um, you know, to get a demo done or... Gotcha. Or to um, really feel like I had launched to the next level. Great. Well, it's so good to know. So word of the wise, lots of coaching. Lots and lots of coaching. Yes, yes. With, with a coach you're comfortable with and that you gel mm-hmm. with. Yeah. It has to be that, too. Speaking of coaching, um, I do have my online workouts. I never promote anything on this podcast, but I've decided that I'm going to. Screw it. Um, yes. September is sold out at this point. Uh, but October, people are already booking for the October online workout. And what it is, is two hours. You just, you know, come in on my Zoom account from your studio or wherever. And I send you some fun scripts or some challenging scripts. And we we work out. You basically get feedback. And it's very affordable. It's like 25 bucks for two hours. Um, and you get to hear other people perform, too. And Barb's been involved in it. You know the deal totally a bargain yeah totally yeah and if my calendar is clear i will definitely be there cool so yeah i've extended it to six people i was doing four people before now it's six so um the class is next wednesday night but that one is sold out for september 17th october is the next one Uh, you know what? okay it'd be nice of me to get the date up and be professional about this that would be so i can write it down october 16th October the 16th. I have four spots left at this point. So if you're interested in signing (laughs) up, anyone, go to voiceover.guru and click on the link. You'll see it on the main page. And join us for a workout. And we can actually meet maybe face-to-face, too, which would be fun. But it would be. Thanks so much, Barb. I appreciate you being my companion today. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to be here, Linda. I hope that I'm helping the people who are first building their careers. Definitely. Your experiences are priceless to listen to, too. So it's a thank you for sharing and letting everybody and know. And a laugh riot. The realities of the business. <laughs> <laughs> and that wraps up another episode of the Voice Over Gurus podcast. Everyone have a great rest of your day. 